Welcome to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson, and this is episode six, Markets Matter. Uh, the key concept that we want to pay attention to in this episode is that we need to be mindful of the things that are outside of our control and accept them. Now, there's a big difference between accepting things and fighting things. If we accept things, then we don't try to make them into something they are not or can never be. We just say, okay, this is the way it is, and we move forward. can't understate how important acceptance is in not only pricing, and this is the third episode of the pricing your products and services, but it's important all the way through the business process. Without acceptance, you are going to find yourself doing some things that are not going to be healthy. Um, because you're going to waste a lot of time, and, and time is one of our finite resources. We don't get that back. So I want to explore that in this episode at a little deeper level. Now, in the first three episodes, we focused on mindset, and then these three episodes, four, five, and six, product, service, pricing, that's going to flow into episodes seven and eight, which is the destination of your business, where is your business going, and then 9 and 10 will be getting customers, getting to the customers. And then 11 through 13, those episodes will be managing, monitoring, and adjusting your growth. Now, why are we doing it in this order? Well, there is a reason. Uh, first, if our mindset is not proper, we are going to fail. It is not easy to do a business. It is not easy to do any kind of high-level employee work. It's not easy to do any low-level employee work without a healthy mindset. And acceptance plays a role in getting into that mindset. Whenever you're challenged with something, when something is really bugging you or really getting you down, the first question that we have to ask ourselves is, Am I really accepting this? Am I, accept, am I accepting this, the reality of this scenario? Or am I trying to create uh, something that isn't real or, and never can be real? Now, this is, I think I might have said it in one of the earlier episodes, but I do like this phrase of, you know, like, you know, don't feed the delusion, feed the dream. Now, there is a thing that happens once you have a dream, and maybe your dream was to do a business. Once you have this dream to do your business, guess what happens? That dream is no longer a fantasy. It is now real. And when we have a fantasy, it's a healthy mechanism. Fantasies are a healthy mechanism for us to um, imagine and explore uh, our world that we would like to create no matter how bad the current circumstances are. And that's, that's a powerful thing. You don't ever want to forget that when you're in a really, one of the, some great advice I got one time was don't ever make any major decisions when you're feeling down and don't ever make any major decisions when you're feeling really up. 
And this is really critical because if we make a important decision and we're feeling down, we're probably going to make that decision out of fear. And if we make a decision out of fear, that tends to create more fear. Now, if we, the inverse is also true. If we make it, if we're riding high and, you know, everything is working, everything's going smooth, we'll forget to accept that that's not sustainable. Nothing goes up forever. You know, there, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And that's really what I want to talk about in this episode of Markets Matter. I hear people say things like, I don't watch the news anymore, or I don't pay attention to um, politics, or any of these kind of broad statements about not engaging with what's going on in the world. Now, rightfully so, maybe it's overwhelming. Maybe we have a strong opinion uh, on one side and it makes it difficult for us to see the other side's opinion. Those are all valid things. But if you're not paying attention to what's going on in the world, you're gonna hurt your business because markets matter. Markets really do determine what is going to happen. So you should pay attention to financial markets. If momentum is positive, guess what happens? People tend to spend more. Companies tend to spend more. That means there are more buyers. That's the market. You know, it's the buyers and the sellers, right? You're the seller. You need buyers. No buyers, no market. Uh, 10 buyers, okay, good market. Um, 60, 70 buyers, if you can service them, great. If that's getting to be too many, then you're you've got to make some adjustments in your pricing. So markets really do matter. And paying attention to politics, paying attention to the market, and paying attention to global issues, because we live in a global world now. We do not live in an isolated world now, are important. You just have to not take on all the tragedies of the world. That's where it becomes overwhelming for a lot of people, because they can't seem to detach because they feel too deeply. And I understand that, but in business, we have to come up with ways to get some thick skin or we're not going to succeed long-term. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to be overly obsessed with it. It just means you need to pay. Is the market going up? Is the market going down? These are important. But also look at futures because futures kind of help you to understand where the vast majority of market makers think the market is going to go. So if you see futures going positive and if you see futures going negative, that says a lot that kind of gives you a, a nice guidance over the next, you know, couple months, years, whatever, whatever you're looking at. Now, why this is important is because the market, what's going on in the market is going to impact your buyer's wallet. So if we, if you did the pricing right, Okay, meaning you, you got your, we talked about this, I think, in episode four, your fixed costs, you're paying yourself, and then you've now put the margin in, which we talked about in the last episode. You now have a number of what you have to charge to not only meet your expenses, but pay yourself and have some profit left over to grow the business. Now, that number may be high, that number may be low. 
what's going to determine what the real number is, is not what you need or want. It's going to be what the market is willing to pay. So if somebody is willing to pay you $10,000 for your services, no problem. But if they're not, then you've got to find the price point that's going to bring you the right amount of customers to hit your targets and your goals. Or you will be playing catch up, which is not the fun version of ketchup that like you put on French fries, you will feel uh, under the gun and overwhelmed and that will start to have an impact on your mindset and you will start to see things take a turn for the worst when they don't really need to. Or you'll make euphoric decisions on the top side and put yourself into trouble where you didn't have to. So the, We'll talk, let's talk a little bit about domain of gains and domain of losses because it's, it's worth um, exploring in this episode a bit. And it will also help you to understand the, the behavioral finance behind buyers. <clears throat> so when we have an option to purchase something and we don't know if it can be positive for us or it can be negative for us, that becomes a lot more difficult for us because our mind works in a different way in those scenarios. If we're in a scenario where we have two choices and you know, the choices as a buyer, my choice is buying your services or somebody else's. And in both of those scenarios, I'm going to win. I'm going to win whether I hire you or I'm going to win whether I, I hire the other person. This is what we say in behavioral finance. It's called domain of gains, meaning that it doesn't matter what my action is, I'm going to win. In those scenarios, buyers psychologically tend to take the safest deal. Now, the irony is that's probably the time when they should be risk-seeking, but they become risk-averse. And I know we did talk about uh, prospect theory and how we experience losses at 2.5 times greater than gains. So what that means is that if you know that you're up against somebody, if you're presenting your business or your service or your product, whatever it is, against somebody else, that means that in order for you to tap into the market that is the largest from the buyer mindset, not your mindset, you have to present the safest path forward, okay? Now that is not difficult to do. You just have to be aware that that's what you have to do for a presentation at that point in time in order to increase what we would call in sales your, your close ratio. If you are presenting a real adventurous pie in the sky thing, then that's going to turn them off and they're going to pick the safer route. Now let's take a look at the domain of losses from the buyer's standpoint. And again, we're focused on the market. The buyer is the market, right? If 
I have two choices, meaning I'm going to pick your service and I'm going to pick somebody else's service. And no matter who I pick, I'm going to lose. I am more likely in that scenario to pick the riskiest of the two opportunities versus the safest. It's very difficult for people to just simply cut their losses. And it's, it's human nature. They, again, this is the area where they should be uh, saying, look, I'm, I'm cutting my losses, but they tend to go deeper in. And just think about relationships you've been in, especially relationships where maybe you fell in love with potential. And just think of how many times you should have gotten out of it. And you knew you should have gotten out. You should have just cut your losses, but you didn't. You went deeper into the relationship. And guess what? It didn't get better. Okay. That means in order for you to, to close more sales in that scenario, you have to present the riskiest, the most adventurous thing. Because if you present the safest, it's not going to excite them enough to get the money that they need to get the thing done. Now, I will say, and I might have said a previous episode, but it's worth saying again if I didn't. Well, it's worth saying for the first time if I didn't, and it's worth repeating if I did. We have to be mindful not to negotiate on behalf of the buyer. It is our job to provide a product or service at a quality level with a price where we have paid for what it costs to get that done, and we have paid ourselves and we have made a profit. That is our job. We have a fiduciary a financial responsibility to generate the most profit in our business for us and for any type of investors. So a lot of times people will start to negotiate for the buyer and try to help them out. Now, some people will call this people pleasing. Uh, and there is probably some truth to that. But it is important to remember that unless the buyer has specifically asked you for help, your idea in your head of you helping them is not confirmed. That is your idea. You may see somebody and say, oh, I, can, I really can help them. But they haven't asked you to help them. So if you move forward in the, bench, in the deal and have a perception that you're helping them, but they haven't asked for help, eventually that will bite you in the butt because the other person will experience it as arrogance. Like, I didn't ask you to help me. I don't know why you think you're helping me. I'm helping you, right? So this is why it's really important for us to have a mindset of paying attention to the market, what's going on in the market. Okay, the buyer has that problem. Oh, it's horrible. I could help them out. Yes, I could. We have to be, ask ourselves, are they even aware they have that problem? And if not, if they're in a certain amount of denial of that problem, we have to present what is best for us that can also help them, but we can't negotiate for them. 
Uh, and that's, that's really, we have to accept that. Uh, we are not going to be able to help everybody, but we can consistently deliver a good product service. That's really where the magic happens because as we will get into sustainability and, and buyout numbers and all that stuff in the next couple episodes, that's where referrals will come into play. Higher close ratios will happen. We will be talking to less people about our product or service, but we will be talking to more of the right people if we pay attention to the market. And the, this is really critical. Everybody thinks it's all about massive likes, massive exposure. Get it, got to get attention. And you'll see it. You'll see people say, you got to get attention. Well, you don't have to get attention. You have to connect with people that can potentially buy from you. Then you have to pre-qualify them. Meaning, okay, do they have the money? And are they going to be a good customer? Or are they going to be a jerk customer? If they're going to be a good customer, you move forward to try to close the deal. But if they're going to be a jerk customer, you stop it right there. You don't want to get the sale just for the sale. You know, not all business is good business. Remember that. I'll say it again. Not all business is good business. Meaning if that potential client isn't going to bring, isn't going to meet your needs, they're not going to be good. If all of a sudden you help them and then they turn on you, they're not going to be a referral source. So these are important things that in the sales process, and we will talk about that as we get into um, managing the growth and some of the metric stuff towards the end, you're going to see that the importance of this phrase of not all business is good business. Again, if you are a consultant and you can only service 20 people because that's, that's your max limit because you're human, you have to decide how much money you need to make, divide that by uh, 20 because that's your capacity for a weekly basis. And that's the number you've got to hit to make your weekly numbers. You have to also adjust it for your monthly and your quarterly, but you got to pay attention to those things. And we will again, get into that as we get into the met smart metrics versus dumb metrics in episode 12. Acceptance really is a critical tool and it's free. We just have to accept, Hey, there's a market out there. We're not in control of the buyer's mindset. We maybe have, can influence them to a degree, but the buyer is going to take the money out of their pocket and put it into our pocket for whatever reason they want to do it. And we're not going to really ever know that reason. Even if they tell us what the reason is, it may not be the real reason. Yes. Pay attention to what's going on in the market. If companies are spending a lot of money and you identify that by understanding what CapEx is, CapEx is capital expenditure. If people are, if companies are spending a lot of money, then those are great companies to pitch to because they're, are, they're in a buying mode. Now, they may be in a buying mode in a euphoric state. They may be in a buying mode in a, a, a low state, but they're still in a buying mode. And that's, that's who you want to go after and, and try to reach out to. If you're seeing a lot of layoffs, that also may be a good market for you. 
and I, I know it sounds weird, layoffs tend to increase the profitability of the company. So uh, while on a human level, it may be horrible, the company then is left with the reality that, okay, they've done that, they've satisfied the investors, but they still have to get stuff done. And you may see an, in, an increase in independent contractor hires. So positive news can work for you and negative news can work for you. You just have to decide how to best pitch them. Now, when you see a company going into bankruptcy, there are some companies where working with them is good and there are some where they're not. The bottom line is you need them to pay you. If they don't pay you in a timely fashion, then you will do work and not get paid and you will be very unhappy. So yes, markets matter. Pay attention to what's going on. Doesn't mean you have to get addicted to it. But don't, put, don't bury your head in the sand and don't bury your head in the sand about world events and think that that's helping you to focus on your business. That's nonsense. That's helping you to deny the fact that there are more things outside of our control than within them. And the sooner we accept that, the better. And that's the key concept of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I am having a blast uh, reading all the emails and taking the questions. If you'd like to support the show, we have a way you can do that at the website as either an individual donor or a sponsor. Looking forward to episode seven, which will be Know Your Buyout Number, and episode eight, which will be about sustainability. Those are two things that kind of go together, and that's the destination of your business. Because by this point in time, if you've got the mindset right, you've got your product service pricing right, now we are moving into where's this business going and what's our exit? What's the, what's the red flag or yellow flag or green flag for us to exit the business? That's the thing that a lot of people fail to understand and do, and we are going to get into that in detail in Episode 7, Know Your Buyout Number. So see you next week. Thanks a lot for listening to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson.